It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Feet Runners, episode 71. I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Dan. And we haven't recorded in a very long time. No. Uh, we will explain why. Yeah. For those people who are not familiar with us on Twitter or anything. We have not been feeling so good. <laughs> no, both of us have been very ill. Yeah, and... Uh, you more than me. I haven't been running in a, in a while, so we're just doing... Hopefully a short run around Fall River. It's the day after Christmas. Yep. Just enough to uh, get us back on the horse, on the street horse. <laughs> so you haven't run in like... Well, I, run, I just started running this week. And the most I've done is five miles. This will hopefully be eight. I'm not always confident about that. Because I have been sick for like 20 days. Yeah. Pretty much all of December. Pretty much, yeah. With uh, bronchitis. I had a really bad case of bronchitis. Yeah, it really knocked you for a loop. Yeah. You thought it was a cold, then we thought it was the flu, then we thought it was strep throat. I actually couldn't talk for about five days. Yeah. It was that bad. So that's why we couldn't record a podcast there. It would have been a, a <laughs> real quiet for half of it. <laughs> It was funny because I had to uh, write everything down and uh, do sign language. You're not the best uh, at charades. I'm not going to hire you to <laughs> play charades with me ever. Your kind of sign language is like you point at stuff, and then I'm like, "What? What do you want? What?" Yeah, like I point at a, a, a mug of tea. Well, you point, you point you, in the direction of the mug of tea. Because I was like, no, I was pointing at the mug of tea, and then you give me the remote control. <laughs> That's like on the other side of the table. <laughs> and then I go, what? What do you want? The tea? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I couldn't talk, and I was sick. I was laying down. <laughs> so yeah. that was fun. Yeah, so I also tried to learn how to read lips. That wasn't so good either. No. Well, the coughing fits in between. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually still a little sick. Yeah. I'm much better. I'm like a thousand times better, but I still have a cough. Still get coughing fits. Yeah. But what's worse is I hurt my ribs from coughing so much. I have so much pain all the time. Everybody hurts sometimes. Sometimes everything is wrong Now it's time to sing along When your day is night Hold on Hold on You hurt your ribs This is You didn't get sick with uh, bronchitis or a cold or anything No What did you do? 
I, uh, this is going to take some explanation. I was exercising, like usual. Well, actually, your ass was mine, right? So I'm yeah. making you do, like, weightlifting. Yeah, I've been on the uh, your ass is mine weightlifting strength training plan. That lasted two weeks. Picture it, if you will, in your mind's eye. I was laying down on top of a, a big inflatable exercise ball. We don't have a weight bench, so we no. use the exercise ball. And I was going to use that to do some kind of weight with a, with a dumbbell. Yep. Some kind of exercise with a dumbbell. I'm laying down on the exercise ball. I lean over to pick up the dumbbell, which is like a bar with like 10-pound metal weight plates on yep. it. And I slipped off the ball and fell ribs first right on top of the weight plate, right on top of the edge of it. And I was, like, so, like, mad at myself for being a klutz. Oh, you fell pretty hard. I felt kind Actually, you almost had a Zachary knife fall on your head. Yeah, I was, well, I was working out right next to where your studio space is. Then I knocked over a table, very sharp exacto knife, almost fell on my head. Went totally ass over tea kettle. Yeah, I landed right on my, my ribs, right on the weight plate. And, uh... I bruised a rib because I was noticing, like, the next day, I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Hey, you're hurting. This thing still kills. But I decided to go for a run the next day. I was just had a three-mile run to do. I got about two miles in, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, like, it was. Yeah, oh. I hurt to breathe. <laughs> oh, it was killing me to breathe. Like, take, take deep breaths. And it made my whole back <laughs> and my shoulders sore. I had to, I managed the rest of the three miles, but oh! So you ended up at the doctor's. Yeah, I actually we went to the doctor's the same day. Yeah, we both ended up going to the doctor the same day. Me to get a chest X-ray, make sure I didn't crack anything. You to uh, figure out what the hell was wrong with you. It was. I went and I tested negative for everything. Yeah. Apparently I wasn't sick. Yeah, that's uh, that's new. <laughs> so even though this test said I, I didn't have bronchitis, the doctor said you have bronchitis on yeah. the, in the, at the time in the throat. So yeah, so I had to take you know a couple weeks off running. I remember how you had, you had to explain why you hurt your ribs? And they all laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, you had to It was written down on the chart. And he's like, he fell on a dumbbell. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting, like, weighed and damaged by the nurse. She's like, so, says here, you yeah. fell on a dumbbell? <laughs> like, yes. Hey, I know. It, it beats my insurance. I couldn't talk when I went to the doctor. So, you know what? When, when you can't talk, people just tell you things. The technician that does all the weight uh, takes your uh, blood pressure and temperature and all that. She's like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I've been having this artist discharge. So, like, she's telling me all about, like... Orange discharge? I'm like, I don't want to know anything about anywhere. Especially there. Where was the discharge coming from? I don't want to say. <laughs> was it from... A private area. The fun zone? Yeah. Well, I didn't find fun there. It was orange. Oh. I'm like, you stop telling me this. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I can't talk. 
Did it turn out that like our husband had a bag of Cheetos the night before? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't get out of it. I'm stuck in this room yet. My cupboard's taken. And she's got like a captive audience. Yeah. She's like, oh, thank God. Someone will listen to me. I've been trying to tell people about my orange discharge from my vagina all day. No one will listen. I like you. I wonder why. And you're just like mouthing. Help me. I know. Help. <laughs> Stop talking. Look yonder coming. Coming down that railroad track. Hey, look yonder coming. Coming down that railroad track. It's the Orange Blossom Special. Bring in my baby back. I got my x-rays back, by the way, and I didn't break anything. Yeah. But I had a contusion under my rib cage of the muscles. Yeah. Basically, I had a big bruise. Yeah. And that was where a bruise rib is. At first, I couldn't run until I got the results back. Yeah. Like, even when you get the results back, may hurt for a while so you may want to uh take it real easy and uh, just don't do anything too strenuous until it starts to go away yeah it's been like three weeks yeah only just now is it like not like sort of constantly hurting unfortunately mine is oh i feel it now yeah i'm hurting you take it easy well for a real short one today both sides of my ribs kind of hurt yeah, because yours is coughing so much. Yeah. I didn't have an x-ray done. Because you know why? I was too busy being deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I lost my voice one week. The next week I lost my hearing. Because my ears got clogged up with crap. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sick. And it got so clogged up. I had to go see an, uh, an ear guy. And, oh my God, it was the scariest experience ever. Okay, people are afraid of the dentist. They shouldn't be if you go to the ear guy. Oh my God, the tools look like something out of the medieval era. They're all metal and clean and sharp. And there's like a variety of, of, of like long pin-like things. Yeah. And funnels and metal things. And some of them look a little rusty. <laughs> I washed these in a while. <laughs> the office looks like it was in the 70s. It's like in the old part of the, the clinic we go to. <laughs> so it's like all gross and moldy in there. For our doctor, is it's nice and new. And they have PDA, but they send prescriptions to the pharmacy, too. And they're all automated. Everything's electronic. Wow. And clean. This but, guy's got, like, one one flickering light bulb. Yeah, basically. It was, everything was, like, 70 years, like, grossness. <laughs> like, like a scene out of movie 7. Yeah. So the technicians, they were all... They were shuffling from room to room, and then they they had these trays of like all the sharp instruments, pointy things with like little scrapers on the ends of them, and, and all different sizes of like things that look like pliers. Why? Oh. I don't know what they did. I don't want to know. <laughs> but then she took out those trays and like, oh, these need to be sharpened. <laughs> like, why are you telling me this? Even she was like, yeah, it's scary in here, isn't it? <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> then she shuffled off with a one bad leg behind her. Yeah. <clears throat> Big hump on her back. <laughs> and that's what I could hear out of my good ear anyway. I had to make a hearing test, which I failed. And the guy, 
I finally got to see the guy, and he had to vacuum my head out. <laughs> Which, at one side of the ear, it felt pretty good. The other side, it was so painful. Oh. And I ate the, he was like digging in there with one of those sharp things. Oh. Oh, oh. My, and then he was having a coffin fit at the same time. I'm like, oh. what's going on? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pull the thing out before you start coughing. <laughs> no. I still can't, can't hear. Well, on one side, it's all swollen. Now, next week, I better not lose my sight, okay? I know. You only have three more senses left. You gotta take it easy. I know. I can't smell too good. Now it's like... All right, two then. I'm locked up. Don't go blind and lose your tongue or something. I know. It's all because we went to, like, two Christmas parties and a gallery opening. Yeah. I think I just shook too many hands and I was sick. I think so. Too much holiday mingling. Yeah. I want to get back on into running. And this is the third Christmas of being sick. You know, bronchitis. And last Christmas, we both had colds. Yep. And then the Christmas before, I was having some appendicitis attacks. At yeah. That time. That's when you were like... You're constantly throwing up. Yeah. And you didn't know why. Yeah, because nobody wanted to test my appendix. Yeah. We found out a week later it was because you, your appendix was about to burst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, So, God. I'm not looking forward to next Christmas. No, next Christmas you're going to have a, a pumpkin-sized tumor growing out of your brain. Yeah, don't say it. I'll probably lose my sight and my oh. uh, t- sense of taste next year. Hey, as long as nothing's orange coming on me, I'm fine. Oh, God, it's just... I'm just pissed because next week starts my 18-week marathon plan to do New Jersey. Right. And I was recovering really well from uh, Philadelphia. I was actually feeling like the most recovered ever after a run. Like, I felt great. Like, I was back to running normal, and Mm. my legs weren't... I was was barely sore at the end. Yeah. Well, you were, like, in really good shape. Yeah. After the the marathon in Philly. Yeah. Ready to go, and you're, like, the most fresh I've ever seen you after a big race like that. Apparently, my immune system wasn't fresh, but... (laughs) Because it must have been that, like, you were compromised from that. Possibly. And then maybe being out in the cold. Well, the day that it really blossomed, I had hints of, like, getting a little sick. I just thought it was a cold. Yeah. So the day it really blossomed was I, I did some weightlifting, then I I ran five miles in the snow and the slush yeah. and rain. And then I shoveled right after. Yeah. And then you went and shook everybody's hand at the, the both Christmas parties. Yeah. And the gallery opening. Well we I think to. I'd already had the seeds for yeah. So I'm just really pissed because every time I start a, a new marathon plan I'm kinda of injured or whatever. Yeah. You get really pissed about this. Nothing ever goes as planned. Yeah. You too. I mean, you wanted to do the uh, half marathon in February. Yeah. Which I don't think it's too late. I just... I don't think it's too late, but I don't think I'm going to have a good one. Oh, it's okay. It's going to be cold there anyway. Because if you remember from a couple weeks ago... A couple? It's yeah. a month. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had said I had wanted to do a half marathon at Hyannis as part of the Cape Cod Half Marathon Trilogy. Yeah. My training started like immediately after because I thought, oh, you know. Yeah, you, get, you had a week of rest and then it started up again. Yeah, right back on it. Yeah. And then that week where I was supposed to start it, 
Oh, fell on my ribs. Hurt myself. Hey, you were doing good with the week training. I was. I finally got you to do it for like two straight weeks. Actually, it was the week after you fell on your ribs. Or was it the week after? I can't remember anymore. It's been so long. So you got two good weeks out of it. And you're doing really well. You're, you're listening like a proper form. Yeah. I mean, you, you hated it, but it was doing something for you. Yeah, I mean, weightlifting is too weak. Weightlifting just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I just, uh, I just don't think I'm good at it. That's why you have to do to get better, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a trainer. So I wish you could take lessons with somebody yeah. to show you the better proper form. You're, you're a man who cannot do a squat. No. <laughs> can't do a squat. Well, he's always say like, oh, just pretend like you're sitting down on a public toilet. Yeah. But, you know, like the way you kind of hover over it. Yeah. So your ass cheeks don't touch the yeah. seat. My answer is like, why well, just put paper down? Yeah. I know. That doesn't really help. So I got to put toilet paper on the floor. <laughs> maybe I'll figure out how to do it. <sighs> this bruised rib is really kind of put the kibosh on my whole... Half marathon training. I hope not for good. Wow, no, it's, it's getting better, so you can. You're not hurting as much. No, now it. It used to be a couple weeks ago, maybe even last week. Pretty much just hurt constantly. Yeah. Like sharp twinges of extra pain. Yeah. When uh, I stretched or bent in the wrong direction, and now it pretty much only hurts when I. Uh, when I stretch a certain way, yeah. and it's not that bad anymore. It used to be, I couldn't get in and out of the car yeah. without going like, oh, couldn't bend over. Yeah, but you haven't had a coffee fit for like three weeks. No, yours are, yours are worse because it's both sides. Yeah. I think I can keep running now. It's just that I've yeah. had such a long layoff. I'll be fine. Because then after I started feeling better, the East Coast, I hit with like, we got like 20 inches of snow. Yeah, it was a lot. It's still a lot, actually. We're kind of running the snow now. Yeah, actually, the, you know the crunching sound you guys have been hearing yeah. the whole episode saying, the hell are these people doing? They don't know how to make a podcast. <laughs> like we're running on fortune cookies. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like we run on fortune cookies. We made screw shoes. We did. So we can run in the snow because it's been so deep. Yeah. But finally, actually, it was a Runner's World article that linked to a website that showed us how to do it. We'll put it on the blog. You know what? They're way better than that. Oh, yeah. The few times we've, we've run it on. Past winters, we've been like, maybe we should get yak trapped. <laughs> yeah. Because it gets real icy around here. And the, the thing is, is that... It's icy, snowy, slushy, and it's also pavement. It's about 50% snow shit and 50% just plain pavement. And I've heard that yak tracks aren't really great on pavement. They're kind of slippery. And we'll see the use of getting those. Well, if it's going to be slipping one way or slipping the other. Yeah. But um, shoe screws, they're made with aluminum screws. They just get sheet metal screws from Home Depot or Lowe's or... Find your home improvement stores near you. <laughs> so the heat metal screws are pretty good uh, traction on both the uh, ice and slush and snow, but also they don't slip on pavement. Yeah. So we can adjust on terrain pretty well. Yeah. And they're cheap, you know, it's only like a couple of bucks. Yeah, it's only a few dollars for a pack of screws. Presumably, you have a 
screwdriver or a drill around the way it works. And see, I'd never, I'd heard about it before. Yeah, people had written us in, but we didn't know how to do it. Yeah, I never bothered looking they it up. They it, but they didn't, we didn't know how, how to actually do it. Or what kind of screws do you use or anything? There's no time to look up how to do it. I think it's laziness. Yeah. I've had thought it would, like, ruin your shoes. I had visions of, like, putting them through the inside of your shoe to the outside, you know. But it actually doesn't. No, the way it works is you drill them in from the bottom. Yeah. From the sole of your shoe. And you use very, very short screws. Yeah. And you use sheet metal screws because they have a big hexagonal head on them. Yeah, and a lip. Yeah. They'll stick out like cleats. Yeah. You're basically drilling these screws like cleats into the rubber of your shoes. Yeah. They don't poke through. Nope. They just stick in the rubber. We did it on old shoes, but you can probably do it on newer shoes. Because once you take the screws out, it just closes itself up. Yeah, you're the not... rubber's pretty solid on shoes. Yeah, it like heals itself in a way, yeah. you know. It would always be a little tiny hole, but it'll close up to a pinhole. Yeah. You know, the rubber's so dense. Yeah. Yeah, you just take them out when you don't want them anymore. Yeah. If they fall out, put another one in. Yeah, and, you know, running on pavement's probably going to wear out the head. Oh, the screw's pretty fast compared to um, snow. Yeah. But who cares because you can just drill new ones in for a couple more bucks. A package, right? Yeah. So it's not be- You buy a pack of 100 sheet metal screws, size 8, okay. 3 8 inch. That'll last you for a couple of winters. Yeah. And that probably costs you about, I, don't know, I can't remember what I paid for it. Like four bucks, I think. Yeah. That's a lot cheaper than buying yak tracks for like twenty some dollars. Yeah, and they might not be great on pavement. Yeah, I mean it seems like they're good for like people who run on dirt. Like in the woods or something. But we run mostly on pavement. I'm just slipping around. Yeah. I don't want to take a digger here. Yeah. I don't want to take a digger on the ice. Yeah. I don't want to take a digger anywhere. No. So far these have been really good. Oh, I've been so impressed. One thing is that they just sound like you step off what you cookie. I know. You put them in that, like, all the points where it looks like our foot strikes. Yeah, I mean, I found, like, a, a website where some guy has, like, a pattern where he puts his... I just used old shoes, found the most worn-out places, and just drilled it in there. You want to put them in, like, the parts that stick out yeah. in the tread. So then you get the most lift. That's pretty good. I am very impressed. Yeah. I just like, well, I want to run on ice now. Yeah. I want to tempt fate. I do have some pretty slick ice. I never slipped one. In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away. Bluebird here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow, we can build a snowman. How are you feeling? All right. It hurts, but I guess the day before, I ran three miles, but two were okay, but miles like three up to three is just. That's when it started really hurting. Yeah. But I've been stuck in the house for like three weeks. I'm so sick of just laying on the couch. 
I feel like I'm mostly plucked away this December. Well, one of the most fun things to do for us every year is like run around our neighborhood, look at all the Christmas lights people put up. I didn't get to see any. The dogs are going crazy. Oh, they don't know what to do with themselves. No, it's uh, so bad for them. Yeah. They're stuck in the house with me. You took them for a couple of walks, but your rib was making it hard for you to walk, too. Yeah, even walking was really tough. And They pull like crazy, the dogs. Yeah. My leg is so stiff. You're getting back on the schedule next week, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you do, you do what you can for running and stuff, and lifting, too. Yeah. You don't want to push it too hard because it hurts. I think you're getting into the place where you're pretty much back to normal. Yeah, I'm pretty much there. Yeah. I think I, the only thing I might have a problem with is just some of the weightlifting <laughs> yeah. stuff. Okay, some of the core work, stuff that uses your abs. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. You I can might. modify a lot of it. Yeah. And you're doing the new rules of lifting for women. Yes, I am. But, yeah. yeah. Actually, it was really nice when Michigan Mike, he gave us a copy of his new rules of lifting for men. Yeah. But I hadn't actually put it in Buckeye yet, so I mean, you can see the women. Yeah. We started at the same time, so it was easy to keep track of everything. But I think once you start doing it, get into it, and not roll off the ball, which actually yeah. you should have moved the weights, the weights aren't supposed to be yeah. on the side. I should have moved the weights aside. I shouldn't have slipped off the ball. Oh, such a clumsy idiot. <laughs> I know now. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, I, I kill. I know. Plus, like, I was like, worried because at first I didn't want to get. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to get an X-ray because I was like, I didn't fall that far. But it got worse over the next couple of days. Yeah. Sometimes I would like move. I could have sworn I was like feeling stuff move in yeah. there. I'm like, oh, that feels gross. Yeah, it's not too cold today, at least. The cold air is makes me have coffee fish, so. Yeah, because of the bronchitis. Jesus Christ, we're a fucking mess. I know. Both of us are like, oh. So if, if you've been out there wondering, where the hell are they? I know. What are they doing? I know. I couldn't even, like, be online because I was just laying on the couch sleeping. Yeah. I slept. I mean, between the coffee fish, I just pretty much slept for, like, two weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> I was in such fun. Oh, so behind on everything. Work. I had to do Christmas shopping in, like, a day. Yeah. yeah I mean, you didn't even... You Luckily, the... my, I don't have much family left, so it's, like, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, luckily, most of the people in my family are dead. What do you guys say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's awesome, but, you know, it's Christmas shopping a lot easier. Yeah. I felt bad. Like, somebody wanted me to sign, like, books I had bought of mine, and I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm too sick to sign them. And she's like, I don't want anything you have. And <laughs> I know. She's like, can I come over and just have her, have her sign these books? I said, well, uh, let me just ask her. She can't speak right now. She, yeah. <laughs> like, she can't physically can't talk. Yeah. And then I, like, mimed over to you. I said, okay, if you know, she comes over to have you sign a, the books of yours. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I don't know. So, oh, well, she's kind of sick right now. She's got, like, either the flu or bronchitis or strep. I don't care. I'm not going over there then. Forget yeah. it. 
I didn't want to get anybody sick too, so like for like three weeks, I didn't see my grandmother take care of her. But like, yeah. I couldn't get. She's 95 years old. I couldn't get her sick. I know. When she got bronchitis, it would actually kill her. I know. <laughs> I felt bad because she's tall and she's like I'm lonely, I and I couldn't talk to her, and then I couldn't hear her. I, I had a couple of conversations <laughs> with your grandmother, just me. I know. I would like relay information about you. I know. It was very difficult. <laughs> and speaking of deaf, she's like, you know. Yeah, she's also deaf. She says she isn't, but she is. She says she isn't, but everybody in the world mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be well again. Yeah. Next, next December, all we're doing is eating oranges. <laughs> we're gonna live in a bubble. I know. No more shaking hands. No yeah. Christmas parties at all. I douse myself in Purell. <laughs> I know. Christmas. Yeah. I got uh, I got you a nice tree yeah. to hold up the weight plate. Yeah. Well, that's actually for both of us. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so that you will not be able to roll on them anymore. Yeah. Unless I fall off the ball and like hit my head on it. Or yeah. Stop doing that. You put it away. You do it the other way. Yeah. Oh, and you're doing the ten and ten challenge. Oh yeah, that's a new thing. Your ass is mine. Your ass is also part of the 10 and 10 challenge. Yeah, my ass is still yours. I guess my ass is also Nigel's from Running yeah. the Reaper. Nigel owns my ass. Yeah. It's, it's getting you to eat a little bit better. Yeah. Like, not just one meal a day or just junk. My goal is for you not to have two Nutella sandwiches a day. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. I don't think that's a really good idea. Yeah. I forget to eat all the time. Yeah, but when you do eat, it's like... I gorge. Yeah. I eat like a snake. I don't have to eat like once a month, and when I do, it's a whole sheep. So we're trying to work on uh, more reasonable meals with vegetables and things. Yeah. <laughs> Fruit and vegetables. Nothing crazy. Just, you know, basically eat at a little bit of a deficit. Yeah. You know, make sure the food's pretty clean. Not enough beef. But maybe not two Nutella sandwiches a day. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, healthy protein. Nutella is also delicious. So, uh, if you remember a while back. It was 2008, there was yeah. a 10 challenge. Yeah, Nigel from Running from the Reaper decided he'd make the 10 and 10 challenge, lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks. Yeah. And there's a blog, and a bunch of people are part of it. Yeah, a lot of joints. They even got a Facebook page now. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. think it's a great way. To, it was very motivational for everybody. It was. You know? I it was such a nice sense of community. I want to say I ended up losing three and a half pounds. Yeah. But. This time, you're asking mine, too. So you got one cheek and Nigel has the yeah. other cheek. 
And I, I think I think counting calories for a little while will actually help. You might not have to do it all the time for the rest of your life, but no. I don't think you know how much you're eating. No, I so don't. So I just want you to feel more accountable. Because you also eat stuff and then forget. Like, you'll eat, like, I don't know, steak sandwiches. Like, I, I didn't eat today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then eat something else. And you'll be like, well, yeah, you did because you had that sandwich before. Nothing crazy, but just be more aware. Yeah. Well, you had two and a half years to do it your way. It hasn't worked so far. You haven't lost any weight. Because that's why you kind of started running to lose some weight. And you said you want to do it your way. You made it clear. So, <laughs> that's what you said. You stated it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be bossy if it wasn't something you wanted. That's the 10 and 10 challenge. Starts January 4th. Yeah. So doing some regular weigh-ins there. Yeah, well, which I already have you. I already have you starting that. Yeah. And so basically, the your house is mine program is, uh, you know, follow your schedule for running, and then run basically three times a week at least. Yep. And then the weight training program, the new rules of lifting, which I just like it because it's it's easy to follow, and uh, also weigh in every week at least. Yep. And we have a body fat scale too. It's not the most accurate thing, but it, it gives you a rough ballpark uh, yeah, figure. Yeah, it gives you a good idea. If it's, if it's going down, you're in a good shape. You know, we, I started to do slowly, like just trying to be more aware of food, and that wasn't quite working. Then it was like giving you a few more things to like think about, and that kind of wasn't working. <laughs> so now we're at the point of uh, counting some calories. I don't know if that will work, because then you got very sick, and then you kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah, well, since I've hung up, started again. Let me go four more. Hey, that's a 5K. Okay. Uh, I have 3.1. Yeah, 3.05. That's weird. I have more distance than you. I know, you should see off with it. Yeah. You feel a you feel okay about the your ass is my turn? Oh, yeah. I can do it. I just got to get back in shape to do it. Now I feel like I'm not going to hurt myself yeah. lifting anything. Definitely, you know, be careful. Intake stuff. It's all this Christmas stuff. Everybody gave you candy this year. I know. It's not like I can eat it either. I know. We got tons. So you just have to... Give it away or something. Yeah, get some of the sweets and things for Christmas. And <laughs> well, you can eat it, but you have been to having be like, very conscious of where it gets I've been having like, you know, one or two things a day. And I'm going to bring a lot of it to work and just give it away. She's Your mom, your mom lost like 15 pounds this year. I know, my mom is doing great. And she started running now. Yeah. Which is great. We got her first pair of real shoes. Yeah, for Christmas. We, uh, we took my mom 
to the running store, Roadrunners in Providence, got her her first pair of shoes. Yeah. Like fitted, I got her fitted for running shoes and got her a pair. Yeah. Kind of like has to be picky about the fit. Yeah. Because uh, well, everybody does. Yeah. Everybody's so, feet weird. Yeah, so we couldn't like just sort of buy her a pair. Yeah. And I didn't know what kind of pronation she had. Yeah. So we went there and she got fitted. It was a very strange experience for her, I think. Yeah. Plus, like, I well, think. Well, your your parents aren't used to buying shoes that are more than twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they buy shoes sort of like the way regular people buy shoes. I like the color. They fit. And they're cheap. And they're, they're on sale. So mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, you know, I told her... She's had calf problems since she started running. Yeah. And I told her, like, well, you know, you might just not... Your shoes might be dead, and you might not be in the right kind of shoes. Yeah. So, uh... they were. Yeah. So, uh, they were dead. The guy looked at them and said, oh, these things are kind of dead for you. So he, uh, he found out that she's a very neutral-footed person. Mm-hmm. So that's Andy. Yeah. Because that's very nice. You get them... Lots of different kinds Actually, of shoes. she's the same size as pronation as me, so it works out very well. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up putting her in a pair of uh, uh, Puma yeah. Complete Velocis yeah, I don't know shoes. Those. I don't know. But they're over $100 normally. I yeah. think that's the most expensive pair of shoes she's ever owned. Yeah, yeah. I think regular price, they're like 125 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, at first she didn't want to buy them. She's like, oh, no. Can we, fi- can we find these cheaper on the internet? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, why don't you buy them here? You know, if you like them, the next ones you'll, you'll buy on the internet. Yeah. If you don't like them, this way you can bring them back to the store. Yeah. You, you got to bite the bullet for the first pair, and then after that, you know. So if you if you have to bring them back, well, you, you can. You've given up supporting local stores. I feel bad, but to be honest, Roadrunners is like I I've gone there three times, and it's been a miss every time. Yeah. So, they're always very they're not, very they're nice. They're very nice. I have nothing yeah. against like the store, or the people, but you know, as far as like what I want, I actually bought myself a pair of launches, uh, Brooks launches, yeah. the new shoes that they have, and I've. Heard nothing but good things about them. They've gotten rave reviews. Marsville uh, reviewed them very well. Top shoe. And, uh, you know, they're supposed to be a little bit lighter. Because, you know, I've been going away from the Brooks Dyads because I think my foot's stronger that I don't need an arch support anymore. And I'm not sure I believe Crazy Runner Guy anymore. <laughs> well, he was crazy. Yeah, and, you know, I just wanted something a little lighter. Those are Brooks Dyads, are like 11 ounces. Yeah. And these are these brook launches. They're they're like seven ounces. Oh, they feel so stiff compared to my Nike Freeze. Yeah, I know your Nike Freeze are like six point five ounces, something, yeah, something like that. Like that. I take the insert test, but they're pretty light. Yeah. And they're a great shoe, but you know, not an everyday shoe for me. You know, especially for running a marathon. Yeah. I, I think the the Freeze aren't enough shoe for me. Yeah, so the a Brooks, little bit more support. <laughs> the Brooks launches might be better for you there. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't really tried them out. I have like 14 miles on them because I bought them and I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so far they were really nice. But you know, again, I went to the store to go buy some or try them on, try for- on and everything. And the guy at the store is like, "Oh, those are my favorite shoes." We don't sell them for women, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, wh- why not? If you love them so much, he's like, oh, those are, they're so great. I love them. They're my favorite shoe to run in. <laughs> uh, we don't have them. No, not for women anyway. We have them for men. What? Chicks can't run. I know. What the hell? 
signed it up by him online and given it a good chance. I don't normally like to do that, but I had to do that with the Nike Freeze, too. Yeah, because you could never find a store that had Nike Freeze, and yep. you really were curious about them. Yep. You got lucky. Yeah. Twice so far, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, so far. But so far, I, I do like the launches. They, uh, they fit really well. I think the thing about the Brooks I like is that I did have a bunion. I need a little bit wider toe box in the front, and I have a pretty small foot and heel. I've tried other shoes on, but, like, these whoopsies always seem to be very comfortable for me in the front and tight enough in the back. Yeah, exactly. Not that I'm a spokesperson for a book, it's just any shoe's probably fine if it yeah. fits, but I've, I've definitely had the most luck with them. Yeah. We're very Brooks brand loyal. Here. I know, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Nike, so. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you got me yeah. for Christmas a pair of Nike Freeze. Yeah. But, uh, but they're not to run in. Not to run in, just to walk in. You need more support for running, but they yeah. are, like, wicked comfortable. Yeah. They actually make a very good weightlifting shoe because they're mm. so flexible, but your foot's protected. Yeah. Like weightlifting, sometimes it's good to be barefoot because then you can feel the ground and you're more secure. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to drop weights on your toes. But, you know, for kicking around or being comfortable because they're like wearing socks, but like a little bit more substantial. I mean, I had been curious about them, but I was like, I really think it's going to be a horrible idea to run in these things. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I think my knees are going to swell up like cantaloupes. Yeah. But because uh, I need and I need motion control shoes, I, all the shoes I wear are motion control shoes. Yeah. You know, because I over and under prone. Who knows what the hell I do anymore? You're I can't remember. <laughs> I kind of just go. You do both. Yeah. Like I, said. I don't know how that's possible, but you said you did both. I'm a bipronation. <laughs> I know. Uh, You're wicked wobbly. Yeah, I'm a weebler. Yeah. But I bought you the shoes because you wanted to try them out because I keep raving about how flexible they are. I'm every day, just, just apropos of nothing. Yeah. You're sitting around wearing your Nike Freeze and, man, these shoes are comfortable. Yeah, because I retired my first pair because I, I, I felt like they, you know, I had gotten enough miles on them. So I've been wearing them yeah. just around. So you've been raving about it so much, I'm like, I wish I could wear a pair of those too. <laughs> I wish my feet were comfortable. So finally, you're like, you found a pair online that were pretty cheap. He said, oh, I'll get them for you for Christmas. Yeah. And you can just wear them around as walking shoes. I'll trade them up for, like, my regular hanging around, going to work, yeah. walking around shoes. I walk at the dogs, it won't be so bad. Yeah, it'll be bad. But uh, they're not in yet. No, because they're backordered, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so I, I, I feel bad because you couldn't come in for Christmas. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be soon. Watch out. Throw a snowball at you. <laughs> Alright, maybe I'll throw a snowball at you. <laughs> I did throw a snowball at you. <laughs> I was <laughs> I'm a sick person. Ow. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I gotta get my ear vacuumed out. I got a whole bunch of snow in it. One last one. Ugh. I still got ice in there. Where it's snowing all winter through. That's where I wanna be. Snowball throwing, 
that's what I'll do. How I'm longing to ski through the snow. Those glistening houses that seem to be built of snow. Snow. So here we are, back home again. Sort of better. I'm feeling a lot better because my rib isn't hurting as much. Mm-hmm. Really, only when I do like extreme stretching now. That's not too bad. And then it's only like just kind of sore. You've gotten kind of back on track a little bit with some weight training and running. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. Getting back, um, I made a new training plan. I think I've pretty much given up on the idea of doing the half marathon in Hyannis. Yeah. Because it's just, uh, I might finish it and everything, but I would not have a good time doing it. But they do have a 10K there. Yeah, so I'll do the 10K there. I guess I won't do the Cape Cod half marathon trilogy this year. Uh, but at least you get the, uh, maybe you'll have a good uh, 10K race for once. Yeah, you know, I always wanted to do better at 10Ks because I hate them so very very much i don't think you'll hate them after this one though all right <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i mean i was thinking about it and i was like oh well i got a nine week half marathon plan and this first week stinks again because of the new year's <laughs> holiday and everything so i figured oh i i don't think i'm gonna have fun at this next half marathon if i do it like i'll just be mopey and miserable yeah and it'll be a slog I, uh, a solo runner, I think, on, on Daily Mile has suggested, like, oh, you can do it as, like, sort of a fun run, maybe. Like, just think of it as more of having fun. And I was, like, thinking to myself, yeah, I don't know about spending three-plus hours out on the road. <laughs> That's not fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> more fun ways to live your life. I think it would be good for you to do the 10K. Yeah. And I'll just do other half marathons. Maybe I'll do the other two half marathons in the series. Yeah. But just I'll be more prepared for those. And I I'll hope have so. More. We're rolling off of the ball. Now I'm not getting anywhere near the ball without my feet <laughs> firmly planted on the floor. <laughs> uh, someone else laughed at me at work, by the way, when I told them that. Yeah, it's, they should. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling any better? Uh, I'm better now, I guess. It kind of got worse again. Yeah. After we went for that run, actually. It got a little worse. I've been to the doctors about every week. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. Yeah. I think I'm okay now. Yeah. I'm done with my antibiotics and everything. Yeah. I'm still coughing up things. <laughs> well, actually, not coughing up things, just coughing. Just you know? coughing. My ribs still hurt, but not as bad. Yeah. They're not as painful. So I tried weight training for the first time. I'm trying the new rules of lifting. I like to get to week three. (laughs) I haven't been able to because, well, the first time was just a trial. Mm. And then it was marathon training. I didn't think that was going to work together very well. Mm. (laughs) Then I tried it again, and then I got very sick. Right. So I had to wait until I could at least lift my arms a little bit over my head without pain. I still kind of can't, mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm better. Uh, I'm still going easy, though, just in case. Anyway, but I did readjust my uh, my running plan for New Jersey. I wanted to do the 18-week marathon plan but uh, from Finziger, but no, <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. I would have had a start, and I can't run past two miles very well, so... I didn't think uh, an eight-mile tempo run would really be, like, a good idea to start it off. No. <laughs> like, last week. 
Oh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just I just started doing the recovery plan again. That's yeah, good. And I think that'll be good. I can actually I can't even really do that either. <laughs> so well, you can do what you can of it. Yeah, you doing gonna, that, and then the twelve week plan. Yeah, I'm doing the twelve week again. I just want to do the eighteen week because it was a little easier to fit in the weight training, and there was an extra twenty mile run in there. So I was kind of looking forward to that. That would have been nice. It would have been a little bit more balanced for me overall, even though it would have been a lot longer. I should not plan things. No, because this is the third third time around. (laughs) And they all go to hell because of holes in the floor at the post office. Yeah, I walked over that hole in the post office. It's really irresponsible to have that damn thing there. (laughs) It's right in front of the door. I know. I'll make it to New Jersey just fine. I mean, I did the 12-week plan before, and I did okay. And that was after injury and everything. I'm not so much injured, just just sick. Yeah. (laughs) Ridiculously sick. Mm. This is stupid. I'm kind of just pissed now. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's gone on for so very long. It's enough. It really knocked me for a loop. (laughs) Mm. You'll do it. You'll get back. (laughs) And you'll have lots of and lots of fun. I just feel like jelly. Oh, yeah. But I lost four pounds because I've been so sick. <laughs> so, yay. Hooray. Uh, you only had to cough up four pounds. To yeah, do that's it. about all. Four pounds worth of lung mucus. Actually, I didn't cough up anything because it's a dry cough. <laughs> <laughs> that's what bronchitis is. It's uh, just a dry cough. Long, 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 long time ago, we got contacted by this company called Thrive. Yeah, Thrive, spelled Thriv. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Thrive. That's what they're going by. And uh, we'll have the link on the website. And they have clothing products made out of bamboo, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. It's like a very natural fiber that wicks away. Mm-hmm. This is an advertisement. Yeah. Sort of, kind of. Sort of. They just asked to do a review, so they gave me a shirt. Yeah, they sent a free shirt. They didn't send free shirts to both of us. No, just me. Interestingly. (laughs) This was like a long time ago, like before Philadelphia Marathon. I think so, yeah. And they kept asking, oh, when are you going to do that review? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think you've heard four feet running before. We come out whenever we damn well feel like it. Well, the not talking thing really kind of threw it off. And, uh, you know, not exercising because I've been so ill. But right. I have worn it a couple of times and washed it. And it's pretty nice. I like the wicking away fabric. So it's like a top. Yeah. Right? And it's not like a t-shirt. It's sort of like a... those tank tops with a shelf bra in it. I see. So, I mean, so far so good. But, uh, you know, to be honest, it, it's white and it's a little see-through. Right. So it's good, it's good for a um, wet t-shirt night at Hooters. You don't need wetness. <laughs> you don't need any glasses of water to be thrown on it or anything. Because it's rather see-through. Yeah. So guess who's not wearing it in a picture? You're not going to have any, yeah. We're wearing it out in public. Good under things, though. Hmm. Uh, uh, maybe if they beefed up the fabric for that, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. But it's nice because it's kind of like cotton. No, it's bamboo. So it feels like cotton, right? Yeah, so I don't know how they make it. 
but it looks away. Mm. It really does. And it washes pretty well. It's not stinky. So far, so good. Does it attract panda bears? Because they like bamboo. I would like that because they're cute. <laughs> they're vicious. I know. They would eat me, but... Yeah. <laughs> You'd eat the shelf bra thing right off your back. <laughs> I know. So is it, like, supportive enough? Because I know that can be a problem for yeah. the ladies. I, I think it needs a little extra support. <clears throat> Bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I told the guys that wrote, you know, that wrote us. I, I was honest. They didn't write me back though. <laughs> hey, what do they expect? I'm not gonna just like push it. Oh. I mean, the fabric's nice. I told them the fabric was nice, but you know, you gotta consider a little more support and not that big. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, still need support. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, see-through is not good. <laughs> I know it's it's white and potentially not see-through, but it is. If yeah. you can see things, say things are seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I think you got to worry about that. Because, you know yeah. what, you, as, a, as a person, you know, as, as a company with a product, they kind of, I'm sure they want people to be in them in races and mm. be seen with them in races. Yeah. I know it would be great advertising for, like, the nipples and everything, <laughs> but... <laughs> but you don't want, like... Not that kind of product. <laughs> no. See, you don't want to, like, at, like, the live telecast of the Boston Marathon, you know, here comes some lady crossing the finish line, but there's a black bar over her chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good advertising, but mm. yeah. <laughs> you won't catch me out there. Just wearing that, you'd have to wear something over it. I would definitely wear it under things, mm. which I have so far. But it has been comfy <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's very comfortable. I wonder if they have any other colors besides just. I think they do. Transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Besides these, the uh, <laughs> customary saran wrap color. God, it reminds me of art school. <laughs> I'm not kidding. People came in and saran wrap. Uh, yeah. Remember you saw? Oh, yeah. graduation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember everybody? There was a lot of people with saran wrap. <laughs> art school's different. Than graduation. <laughs> it's not respectful. Uh, there's no Harvard. No. It's mm. a lot of nakedness. Mm, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> but so, yeah. So, would you give it a, th- a thumbs up? Uh, How many thumbs up would you give it? Uh, like four well, thumbs? Well, I would, out of, like, I, this is a rating out of, like, uh, you know, one to ten. Maybe, I don't know, like an eight. Oh, ah, okay. Seven, maybe. Seven. Because it is a little see-through. Yeah. <laughs> Seven and a half thumbs up. Yeah. Fabric's nice. <laughs> Maybe in a color. A nice opaque color. I wonder color. if it's because it's like bamboo. It's kind of thin. Or Maybe. Yeah. It does like, I mean, it's not like, you know, completely transparent, but it, it's it's sort of like, um, you know when you make like soba noodles? <laughs> or like, uh, you know, like you make like lo mein or whatever, you make the noodles and it's like sort of whitish. But you can see through it still. Yeah. Great under a jacket. Mm. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? You get your toes on. Where you go? 
So we got some email here. Yep. We would like to read. Mm-hmm. The first one is from Main Runner Guy. He wrote this over a month ago. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we were sick. He says, hey guys, just wanted to say thanks for reading my email in episode 70. That was really cool. I don't want to go all Steve Runner on you guys, but I am fired up to run in Boston. I look at this as a total gift and possibly a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I'm just going to run it and enjoy every moment of that race. Yeah, because he got a Boston Marathon entry. Yeah, so that was... I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to do Boston. I would like to, too, but, you know, (laughs) that's not happening anytime soon. No. I hope to qualify someday when I'm 80, maybe, but you never know. I may never get back there. Mm. That's why you got to enjoy it while it lasts now. Also, I laughed my ass off when you guys were talking about Dan's porta potty experience. (laughs) It totally reminded me of my five-year-old son when he goes outside, pants and underwear around the ankles, and a shirt almost up over his head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, it is little children that do that. Yes, it is. Well, I had a cousin who was uh, a lot uh, younger, who's, you know, like many, many years younger. And, uh, you know, when I used to have to help him go to the bathroom, that's what he did, basically, just completely disrobed. Yeah, it was like shirt off. I know, yeah, take the shirt off. You know, pull like, at least pull it like over your head. You know, you got pants have to be all the way down. Eventually they figure Little out. kids are funny. They're not so funny when they're undressing in a porter potty though. No, and they're like, you know, in their twenties probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jake. Main runner guy. We got another one here from Michelle. Congratulations on the Philly Marathon and Half. The mere fact that you both survived after trying to burn down your hotel room, flood your hotel room, being sick all night, having no caffeine, starving, and being dehydrated is very impressive. Seriously, though, despite your obstacles, you both did awesome. I almost said obstacles. Because I've, I've seen a brother where art thou too many times. Yeah, I think, yeah. Obstacles. On account of our obstacles. I ran my first 10K on Thanksgiving Day and was pleasantly surprised at how well it went. I hesitated with registering for the 10K because I had a bit of a mental block about going beyond the 5K. You know about that. Yes, I do. <laughs> I guess I've gotten over the mental block because, real or not, finishing the 10K inspired me to register for the Rock and Roll San Antonio Half Marathon. Very cool. Yay. <laughs> okay, so it's not till next November, but that means I have plenty of time to prepare. Yes, you will. Yep. It's a uh, rock and roll should be fun. I really want to do a rock and roll race at some point. <laughs> I know. Because they just seem like they're really nice and fun. Well, maybe we can fit one in sometime this yeah, year. Maybe. There's you plenty know. of them out there. Well, the the Philadelphia distance run is now a rock and roll yeah. half marathon. That should be fun. That's and a that, really popular one. Yeah, that one's in September. Mm-hmm. So I had been thinking about doing that one when we saw the flyer for it at the yeah. Philadelphia Marathon, but then I wasn't too sure. But I don't know. Who knows what my plans for 2010 will be. We'll find All into that resolution stuff, huh? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get there when we get there. One last thing. Ever since I started listening to your podcast, I've thought about how much you two remind me of me and my husband. The way you guys are together, your humor, and a lot of your opinions are similar to ours. Well, episode 69 proved this to me once again. 
When I heard how many times Nick called that rude runner a douchebag, I knew we had both blocked out of the same primordial soup. <laughs> that guy was a total douchebag. Yeah. And a c as well. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, we got another short one here from Ken at minimalistrunner.com. Mm-hmm. Short one, he says, I just wanted to thank you folks for some great entertainment and motivation. Just found your podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I'm trying to catch up currently at March 09. I don't remember what we're doing in March 09. I don't remember either. I forget. It was before I got injured. That was a good month. It's all down here. <laughs> Downhill from there. <laughs> so I hope you've caught up currently, Ken. And thank you for the email. Well, when we get these out, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Uh, we got another one here from Bugle Girl. Our friend Bugle Girl from Australia. It's been a long time, but I finally got my finger out of my butt, and here it is. <laughs> it's good. I finally got that. Yeah. Finally got that finger surgery. <laughs> or is it a butt surgery? <laughs> so since I last wrote, I completed my first marathon, New York. On the 1st of November, and have also just learned to walk again after said marathon. <laughs> I said she came all the way from Australia to New York. I know. Oh, yes. I don't know. All that travel. I but know. we'll see. <laughs> I know. How'd she do? Well, let's find out. I suppose I should have thought it through a bit more, but maybe it wasn't such a good idea to travel nearly 22 hours, arriving only 12 hours before I was due to be picked up to get to the start line. Whoopsie. <laughs> how she did that <laughs> <laughs> so we start with the plane leaving an hour and a half late from oz and i book myself into an aisle seat for sake of keeping limber and guess what i get a window seat wedged in by a couple of really angry americans <laughs> <laughs> we're all angry so it's not really hard to find huh <laughs> so i get to la try to picture me running through the terminals in my socks as they didn't have time to get my shoes back on after the security thing <laughs> whilst they hold up the plane for us for an hour and a half at least I got a warm-up in. <laughs> Flight from L.A. to New York, thankfully drama-free, except I discovered quite a while later in New York that I had left my 160-gigabyte iPod on the plane, never to be oh, seen again. That's oh, painful. That's so painful. Oh, that's really painful, because that's the biggie. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Must have had tons of stuff on there, too. Oh. I'd be crying oh. through the whole marathon. <laughs> <laughs> the luggage carousel broke down at New York, and with only about an hour and a half left to pick up my race bib, <laughs> you can imagine that the blood pressure was beginning to rise now, but I had been assured the taxi would get me to the expo easily in the time left. Wrong. It was Halloween, and the roads were backed up for miles. I was dropped off in the pouring rain outside a decidedly shut expo center with a hand-scrawled message on the door for emergency bib pickups, please call blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh. They didn't even give her a number. It just said blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's even worse. How insulting. <laughs> we are mean Americans. <laughs> so I called blah, blah, blah to be greeted with an answering machine three times until I actually got a real human who told me where to come and pick up my bib. Now 8 p.m. on Saturday night, and I had to try to get over to the other side of New York, soaking wet, with luggage, not a taxi in sight, promptly burst into tears, almost gave up hope. God, this is like the out-of-towners. I know. With Jack Lemon. God. I have oh. never before experienced the unlicensed taxi driver thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an experience. Yeah. 
and had a little was a little scared at first with these guys just pulling up and asking me where I wanted to go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the ones who just like decide they're kind of like yeah, you know, they just need a little extra money so they, and they have a car so they yeah. just go up in a taxi driver. But as things got more desperate, I was forced to say yes and actually had a rather pleasant ride. And a big black limousine with creamy leather seats. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I got to the New York Roadrunners headquarters and was greeted by a rather bewildered security guard who had no idea who I was or who the Roadrunners were. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I managed to persuade him to talk to his superior, and finally at 9 p.m. the evening before the marathon, I had in my hands the oh-so-elusive race pack bib and license to commit untold pain to myself the next day. Oh, you should have been sleeping, I think. (laughs) See, then she has to get back to the hotel, of course. Why not take the underground, as I've already spent so much money on cabs? The answer is don't, especially when you have just arrived in a country and only have a tourist map to guide you, but try this, I did. It's a little confusing at first. (laughs) I have still never quite mastered the New York transit system. I did for a while. I don't know. If I can remember. After about 45 minutes, walking in the rain, gave up, got a cab, and was at my hotel in five minutes for only $6. And by the way, I'm cringing as I write this. Feel free to laugh your ass off. <laughs> uh, once I arrived at the rather swish hotel, they wanted to secure some insane amount on the credit card, like $500, which I didn't have, so I had to give them $200 in cash for mini bar security, oh. which the room didn't even have. <laughs> God. <laughs> what the hell is up with that? <laughs> That's like wrong. <laughs> charging you $200 security deposit so you, in case you eat the stuff in the mini bar which doesn't exist? Sorry, ma'am. No coffee, no milk. I got tonic water and clam juice, but they ain't cold. Tells are getting worse and worse. <laughs> the years go by in New York. Uh, Remember when we used to stay at a nice place for like nothing? No, we <laughs> used to stay at like this really swanky hotel in New York and like midtown Manhattan, perfect location. It was cheap as hell. And now it's like eight hundred dollars a night. Might have gone up. It might have, yeah. Oh anyway. Uh as you were aware, I finished. I had never. <laughs> this is the marathon, by the way. Not the night before. Uh, I never doubted that I could not actually do the thing, but was truly not prepared for what I would have to go through to get there. Things were going pretty well until the halfway point. I was making okay time. It was around here that I hit the wall and had to spend the next 13 miles willing each step to come, reciting over and over again, can't give up, never give up. I was so desperate that at times I was even hugging strangers for support. Aww. Aww. I did, however, have the support of many friends back home as I ran with my iPhone so they could text me, particularly Bunoir, the other half, mm-hmm. who would text me interesting things about the surroundings as I ran through them. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so awesome. There's a cool couple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once I crossed the finish line in the dark by now, I promptly burst into tears again and called my trainer who could only make out finished wow (laughs) i finished the marathon was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life but now i've started i don't ever want to stop due to what it has done for my soul my confidence and in turning my life around from morbid obesity to enjoying and embracing life wow she done good yeah she did very very good we surrender new york you win you surrender we don't surrender you hear that, New York? We don't quit! Now, how do you like that? You go ahead and you can rob me and starve me and break my teeth and my wife's ankles. I'm not 
maybe. You're just a city. But I'm a person, and persons are stronger than cities. Future running plans are the Melbourne Marathon next year, New York again in 2012, and I would like to do the North Face 100, 100 kilometers through the blue, wow. through the Blue Mountains in uh, Oz in four or five years, and many more in between. That's so cool. Wow. Hopefully for New York, she can come like a day earlier, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, by now, she knows how to deal with, like, the cab situation. Yeah. It's stressful. On a funnier note, I had pre-booked to go to a few things around New York and do the tourist thing, but I was in too much pain and couldn't go to any. <laughs> my favorite place was the warm bath. I've never been so clean in my life. About eight baths in 24 hours. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh. A little obstacle like New York City is not going to stop me. You hear me? You hear me? They got my money. They got my watch. They got my tooth. They didn't stop me, did they? They didn't stop me. You want something in this life bad enough? Nothing can stop you, right? Right? Is that right? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, been there. <laughs> Let's see. I nearly forgot the most important part. When the going got really tough, I had four feet running at the ready, and you guys pulled me through a few tough miles. Oh, thank you very Aww. much. You guys rock. Signed, Bugle Girl. Oh, thank you very much, Bugle Girl. That's a great story. Yeah. That is like, wow. That is the most amazing crap that you had to go through. Oh, oh. Good story. Jeez. It's crappy doing this stuff, but you know, you always get a good story out of like the worst times. That's true. I mean, once you're all done with it. Then yeah, you then can you just, can laugh. Like now I can laugh at falling off an exercise ball onto yeah, a dumbbell. Yeah, it's been four weeks, so yeah. then you can laugh. By the time I was like furious with myself. <laughs> Not that that's the same as this, but you know. Yeah, it's just like... (laughs) She also writes, uh, P.S. Oh, and Dan, I'm one of those people that gets funny looks when I say I'm a runner. You are not alone. And she gets even funnier looks now that I'm running in my bright purple and rainbow Nike Freeze, which I love. Yeah, we went through the holidays with you getting the the stink eye. Yeah, when I mentioned... The non-runner stink eye. Oh, so your mother tells me you just started running. (laughs) Your mother tells me... You just started running. There's evidence. Oh. You've been running, what, two and a half years now? Yes. Solidly. Oh, I'm going to it. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> We got another email here from Funderson. Funderson. Hey, Funderson. She writes, congrats on Philly. I can't believe you succeeded despite so much adversity. No caffeine? (laughs) A PR after being so sick? Awesome. That marathon is definitely on my to-do list, so I enjoyed hearing all about it. I had the same problem, though, with walkers in Las Vegas. I'm also all for walkers. Please come and walk. Just for the love of all that is holy, do it to the right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. High five, Funderson. In fact, my buddy Shelly and I made up a little ditty to sing along as we were weaving about along the lines of, we're really happy you're walking along, but please move to the right. Don't walk five people abreast for the love of Pete. We're just trying to run here, so please be kind to move to the right. (laughs) Unfortunately, it didn't do as much good as no one that we saw moved, but we did get a few ornery looks. Maybe our song 
will benefit someone else down the road. I've never run such a big marathon before, and what I learned was to lie about my estimated finish time. I put down 5.25, not fast, I know, but I started behind people that walked right from the start from crying, for crying out loud. Uh, Vegas Rock and Roll was great for the big party that it was. I finished in 5.39, but felt really strong, and my goal for 2010 is a sub-five-hour marathon. Nice. Uh, what is the Uncle Fitzy book that I should read? I'm already getting faster. Ran a 26-and-a-half-minute 5K last night on New Year's Eve. Woo! I've never run a sub-30-minute 5K, so I'm over the moon about that. Wow. Yeah. I don't think you need Uncle Fitzy. Seems like you're doing okay. <laughs> I have the Advanced Marathon book. Yes. By, it's Uncle Fitzy and Scott Douglas. Okay. And I have the second edition. That's the newest one. Okay. And it, there's some slight changes to the plan, which I think it includes more um, marathon pace runs and year long runs okay. than the old edition has. Mm. So I like those. I thought those were really helpful. There are some other ones. I think he has some other books too for like um, 5Ks and like, I forget the name of it. It's like road racing. But you were at Advanced Marathon. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read those other ones. Or maybe I did, but a long, long time ago. Okay. Yes, and I also, again, I just would like to reiterate that I I like when people walk races. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful because everyone should go out and get exercise. Yes. And races are great for that. Just be aware of your surroundings yes. is what I'm going to say. <laughs> and move over. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the the walking, like, uh, five of rest is just... I know. It's too much. Arm in arm. I know. <laughs> arm in arm in arm in arm. chain. Yeah. It's like, what's that What's that game? Can, like Red Rover. Yeah. <laughs> Send Dan right over. No. <laughs> you can do two, right? <laughs> two is fine. You know, five, three or more, no. You're just blocking people's way. And you're hogging the road. I don't like it. I wouldn't like it if people were running like that either. Yeah. I wouldn't like it when anybody of any speed was blocking the road for other people behind them. Hogging is not cool. No, don't hog the road. And we got an email. Uh, There's some photos from Sweet Daddy D. Our good friend Sweet Daddy D. Oh, who we should thank for uh, some nice winter gear. Yeah, he sent us. so sweet. Yeah, he sent us a whole box for Christmas. <coughs> he sent us a whole box of winter stuff, hats, wool yeah. hats, gloves, several pairs of gloves and stuff. I wish I've put to good use already. Oh yeah, of course. And I put on the dogs cuz I don't know, I just keep getting whenever we get things <laughs> that are clothing, I put it on the dogs. <laughs> you got to try it out on the I dogs. I don't know part. why. <laughs> It's kind of like a problem. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. But I've used it myself. <laughs> yeah, he, he sent us a whole bunch of stuff. Thank you very much, sweet Danny D. Mm-hmm. And also Libby yep. from the 50 Counting Down podcast. Yep. She has great dollar stores. Yes, she does. She sent us a whole slew of hats. Which and, we put to good use, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you, guys. You guys are sweet. Neck warmers and... Uh, ski masks. I also put stuff. them all on the dust. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I don't know why I do it, but it's so cute. <laughs> I know. They look great in hats. And then I wash it and then I wear it. <laughs> yeah. But Sweet Daddy D sent, uh, I guess this is really more for me. Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> hey. You could be wearing Thrive t-shirts over there. <laughs> <laughs> he sent a picture 
of himself at Hooters somewhere in America. (laughs) (laughs) Holding a sign that says, wish you were here, Dan. Surrounded by Hooters chicks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much, sweet daddy. That's great. I I don't want to know what they were thinking when he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I got I got to put this. Uh, I definitely got to put this picture on the blog. Yeah, it was. Get a kick oh my it. god. One of the best. Next to the Thrive shirt. Now they would need more support. Yeah, they would, especially this one up in the front. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely more support. Yes. Thank you very much, sweet daddy. We got a little promo from our good friend Adam Tinkoff, who's retired Adam 20, the podcast. But he's got a new one. Yes, he does. Let him tell you all about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at these kind of (laughs) segues. Yeah, it's terrible. Take it away, Adam. This is Adam Tinkoff, and maybe you've heard the buzz, and maybe not. A lot of people like to ignore me. (laughs) But seriously, folks, I am here to tell you that I'll be relaunching my old podcast, Burning 20, 2010 that is, as I take on the challenge again to burn 20 pounds in 20 weeks. Are you ready, my friends? (laughs) I sure am. I just have to put down this damn donut. (laughs) Now, now. Time to get started. For more information about the podcast, visit me at burning2010.com. Thanks for listening. And we're back. So, uh, I think that is it for today. Mm-hmm. And so, actually... <laughs> well, this is going to be the next to the last episode for Four Feet Running. Yes. Uh, we're going to have just one more left. Yep. And then we're going to call it a... A show. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be the end of our uh, our podcasting. We'll go over all this in the next episode. But, yeah. like, we'll still be around. We just... Uh, I think we're going to be just finishing the audio portion of the show. Yeah. I think we've said all we can <laughs> for the most part for the past two and a half years now. Yes. So I think it's time for us to move on. But we're going to have one more show and uh, I guess go through our our year in review. Yeah, I think we'll do the year in review, the show in review, the decade in review. And uh, that'll be it. So we'll go into more details about what will be going on with the future of the show mm-hmm. next week. It's nothing drastic. We just feel like moving on. <laughs> it's just the end, kaput. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> <Sayonara>. <laughs>
<laughs> it's for no drastic reasons, I mean. No. So, you have one more show to contact us if you want your email right on the show. Mm-hmm. You can email us at fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. You can give us a call at 206-367-0767 if the phone number still works. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if I it's still I don't think it does. I seriously doubt it does. Call it up and just talk to whoever ends up on the other end of the line. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make their day. Yes. And you can also leave comments at fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com with a number four, feetrunning.blogspot.com. Uh, so from us, Nick and Dan, we will see you next time. Yep. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. doing right now everybody in podcast land this is cooking with four feet running (laughs) it's called mashing carrots and turnips we are taking a brief break from the email portion of our program to make some turnips and carrots (laughs) we need mashing you can hear this that is the sound of turnips and carrots being mashed Almost done. <laughs> There's still a turkey in the oven. And it might be done at midnight. I don't know why we're having we're having Thanksgiving food again because we just happen to have all the stuff. And it was on sale. Yes. Turkeys were cheap. <laughs> and I like turkey. And sort of the dogs. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs>